Imagine living your life after 50 and feeling energized and excited about your future. Welcome to the Women in the Middle podcast, the podcast for women who are ready to figure out what they want and create the life they deserve. Here's your host and master certified life coach, Susie Rosenstein. Hey there, today's episode is all about a critical mindset shift to think of self-care and productivity being better together and why it's so important. Let's go. Welcome back to the podcast, Women in the Middle. I'm your host, Susie Rosenstein, your master certified coach and midlife mentor, and I am so glad to be here with you again. The topic I want to coach you on today is really important, but it might just explode your brain a little bit. It's a big one. (sighs) And I'm excited to talk to you about it. But first, this episode is sponsored by Podcast Palooza. And I'm so excited about that too. What's going on is that the Women in the Middle podcast will soon be hitting the exciting milestone of 1 million downloads. Right now, as of me preparing this podcast, people from 88 countries around the world are listening and 987,220 downloads have occurred. That's how many downloads have happened. I can't believe it. Now, the Women in the Middle podcast Palooza event is an online celebration that you'll be invited to once we hit a million downloads. It's a Zoom party with games and prizes. You can sign up for a waitlist now at www.susierosenstein.com forward slash party. And the details about the party will be announced soon but get on the wait list so you don't miss a thing. And if you want to help us get to a million downloads faster, please think about your favorite episode and share it with a midlife friend of yours who really needs some of this midlife goodness. You know, one of those episodes that really stuck in your mind for whatever reason, maybe you laughed, maybe you cried, maybe you peed your pants, (laughs) maybe you just took a nice long pause and allowed yourself to think about something you hadn't considered before. Whatever it was, please share. And there's one more thing. I have a new free gift for you. It's called 12 Obvious Signs That You're Ready for an Exciting Change. It's a download and it might just have your name on it. It will totally help you confirm some of the things you've been noticing about how stuck you are lately. Just go to www.susierosenstein.com forward slash 12 signs and download it there. All right, here we go. Today's episode is all about coaching you around the topic of an important mindset shift at this age and stage of your life. Seriously, it's a big one. (laughs) The thing I wanna talk to you about is self-care and productivity and why they are better together. Most of the time, you think about these two concepts as separate entities. That's the problem, my friend, and it's causing a lot of pain and struggle and obstacles in you creating the life that you want on purpose in your next chapter. This is your current mindset, and the way you're currently thinking about self-care and productivity isn't helping you one bit. (laughs) I'm going to teach you why I think it's important for you to shift this mindset in a huge way so that you can learn to think about self-care as productivity rather than thinking about them separately. And that is a really big difference, a very different way to think about it. Here's the other thing. To make matters worse, You are likely struggling with each of these concepts, self-care and productivity, on their own. So there are problems when you think about the concepts individually, 
And there are problems the way you're currently thinking about the way they are related to each other. (laughs) So as they say on my favorite show, Curb Your Enthusiasm, that is a whole bowl of wrong. (laughs) Here's what I mean. As a woman in the middle, I know that you are pretty focused on being highly productive. If you're listening right now, you're likely an overachieving type who loves getting stuff done. You've got planners, you've got calendars, you've got lists. Like, you're a bit gleeful when you tick all of the stuff off the list. Can you relate to that? And you would also likely put off self-care because of the stuff on your list. So you could be productive. As long as you're productive, it's cool. (laughs) For example, if going to bed an hour earlier was on the list, it may not get the same prioritized attention as something work-related or doing something for someone else. Self-care and productivity seem like separate ideas, but they are related. And the way they're related is because one of them is usually, or at least often, deemed as more important than the other, even though you might even be aware of the research that supports self-care helping you be more productive. Self-care is about reducing stress and improving your overall well-being on purpose. It is intentional. I've even heard people talk about self-care being the secret sauce or the secret ingredient to being highly productive. You know, like when you're intentional about creating more joy, more passion, more balance, less stress, and you really lean into taking care of yourself this way. What typically happens is being productive is often more important than putting yourself first or taking care of yourself, even if you said you wanted to take care of yourself. Like, right? Here's the problem. You can see that it's kind of messy. Most of us wouldn't want to admit this, and you certainly wouldn't want to teach this to your kids. Now, when I talk about self-care, I'm not just talking about getting a facial or a mani-pedi. I'm talking about taking care of yourself the way you want to. This might mean getting more sleep, drinking more water, moving your body, releasing some weight, making sure you have time for travel, finding time for a hobby or a passion project, establishing a morning routine, making time to socialize and hang out, making time to read a book. (laughs) Now, I know you may not even be comfortable with this sort of thing anymore, reading a book. I've heard it over and over again with the women I work with, the with the women in my community. And I bet you're like me. I used to love, love, love reading books, going to scholastic book fairs, buying books at cool bookstores, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> like, I never had trouble justifying buying books. But now it feels too indulgent to read a book. Now, you might ask yourself, why? Because it's not productive enough. You can't multitask when you're reading a book. You just sit there and enjoy yourself and read. And it's the same thing with rest. Do you have trouble going to bed on time? I feel an actual urge to stay up and use that time because I'm not bugged. (laughs) Is that part of your narrative? To have quiet, uninterrupted time like at one in the morning. The thing is, I don't have three babies or toddlers anymore. My babies are in their 20s. Now, yes, my dog Nico does bother me at night, that's for sure, but it's not the same. That thinking that we've been thinking for years about not being able to control our time at night isn't exactly as accurate as it used to be, like a few decades ago. 
But we've gotten into this habit of thinking this way. And if you do this, you're also robbing yourself of sleep, of taking care of yourself. I mean, you may not even allow yourself to go to the bathroom when you need to or drink water when you're thirsty. Why? Because you're too busy, or at least you're thinking you're too busy. And being too busy is more important than self-care. That's a basic need. Hydrating yourself, going to the bathroom. And I've heard it time and time again, and I've been guilty of this too, when you just feel too busy to do that. Being too busy is more important than self-care, the way we commonly think about it, that is. Self-care and being productive are separate. Taking care of yourself can feel indulgent or open to negotiation. It's not thought of with the same importance. There's actually less commitment to typical kinds of things that you think of as being productive, right? Even though I know you would agree it's important to take care of yourself. I know you would agree that you want to take better care of yourself. I even bet you would agree that getting more sleep, having a hobby, putting yourself first, finding time to exercise a bit more, going for walks, drinking more water, reading a book, that they're all great ideas. And I even have a feeling that you know that multitasking isn't that great and is, quite frankly, overrated and that it's not even that efficient for your brain. (laughs) But being highly productive, that's valued. Doing lots of stuff, producing lots of things, moving lots of mountains, helping lots of people, ticking lots of things off your list. And self-care is less valued. Not a great observation about the way you just might be acting. And certainly something you probably don't want to continue now that you're more aware of your actions and that they don't really sync up with your words. This is why I would like you to consider a new way to conceptualize this whole thing. It's the marriage of self-care and productivity. I would like you to consider self-care as being productive. Yes, let me say that again. I would like you to consider self-care as you being productive. That is, the way you take care of yourself becomes so important that it holds its own on your checklist. Self-care counts as a list-worthy activity. That is, it doesn't get short shrift. Now, I actually looked up short shrift, (laughs) and it's the perfect phrase to describe how so many of us deal with self-care. It's defined as rapid and unsympathetic dismissal, curt treatment. It's out of here. But what if it wasn't? That's what I'm talking about here. Imagine self-care being important enough like the way you do that extra thing for work. Like if it was like that. Imagine self-care being as important as you getting to a doctor appointment on time. Imagine self-care being important enough for you to want to check off just like your grocery shopping for the week. Imagine self-care being as important as you changing your underwear every day. (laughs) Seriously. You don't argue with yourself about that. You find time to do it no matter what. Not like the kids who turn their dirty undies inside out at camp. Remember those reports? (laughs) I would always quiz my kids when they came home from camp about underwear and sheets. They didn't change that stuff, but we do. You would never, ever go out without changing your undies, and you would never not find time to brush your teeth. Can you imagine feeling that strongly about never letting a month go by? 
without reading a book? Or never letting a night go by without sleeping for seven or eight hours? Or actually honoring a commitment to sit in a chair for 15 minutes and close your eyes and listen to music? Or even commit strongly to walking the dog without earbuds in to listen to a book or a podcast or talk on the phone? Like just walk your dog and think? I think that you get what I'm pointing out. Imagine what it would be like if you thought about self-care in a different way. If self-care was valued as something you did because it was productive, it added just as much value to your life as other things you acknowledge have value. Can you get your head around this? This is the big mindset shift that I think is critical for you to grow forward the way I think you want to. Yes, you have to put yourself first, but if you didn't have the mindset that separated out self-care as less valuable and different from typically productive activities, you wouldn't have resistance. You wouldn't have that resistance. My friend, it's always your thoughts. So that's your homework. I have a few steps here for you. Five, actually. Ready? Step number one, be curious about the way you think about productivity in your life. Do some journaling and look for those thoughts. Then ask yourself why you think them. Get it all out so you can see what you're working with. (laughs) What is going on up there? Then step two, do the same little curiosity exercise with the way you think about taking care of yourself. Why do you want to take care of yourself better, especially at this age and stage? Step three, look for resistance and disconnect. That is, where do you want to take care of yourself and you're not following through? Step four, look at what's always on your list to get done. Do you like your reasons for the way you prioritize these kinds of things above taking care of yourself? And step five, make adjustments based on your new mindset that taking care of yourself is actually productive. Now, this might take some work. It will depend on how open you are to this idea. But steps one, two, three, and four will help you because you will be exploring some of your shenanigans and habits with the lens of compassionate curiosity. You can tweak. You can change the order of things. You can be amused and curious about your behavior. But as a woman in the middle who's working on being way more intentional, it's a great exercise to do. The only way you will allow yourself to take better care of yourself is if you value it differently than you do right now. And if you can get your head around the idea of taking care of yourself as something that's awesome to do and being productive is doing lots of stuff, the marriage of these two ideas is an amazing path forward for you to finally put yourself first in a way that you've been resistant to. So are you in? I would love to see you play with these ideas and see what you can find out about yourself and decide what changes you want to make that are in closer alignment with you becoming the woman you want to be. Okay, that is it for this episode. As you know, my focus as your midlife coach is to help you get unstuck, clear, and excited about your life again. As midlife women, so often we know we feel it in our gut that we're meant for more. I bet you feel this way too. You have something big in you, but you just don't know exactly what it is or how to get there. If you want to figure this out fast and have way more fun getting there, there's no better mechanism, no better way to move forward like this than with a community of people just like you, a community of women just like you. 
I would love to be able to help you find that thing you know you have inside of you. You have that core thing, something big, and I want to invite you to check out the Women in the Middle Academy. It's a six-month coaching program where you get all the support you need to apply what you're learning here in the podcast, but more importantly, you get clarity and excitement in your life again. Don't waste another second feeling stuck. Book your momentum call and we'll have a quick chat. Head over to www.womeninthemiddleacademy.com. For show notes and links and info about the download, that free gift I have for you, 12 obvious signs that you're ready for an exciting change, go to www.susierosenstein.com and click on the podcast tab to find the information about this episode. Let's do this, ladies. It's time for you to put yourself first, one thought at a time. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll talk to you next week. Okay.